This is episode number 16, where I talk about how I grew my business uh, on the internet as a musician, and also talk about my discovery of cryptocurrency and the use of social media. What's going on? This is Quaman Fowler coming to you, and I appreciate for coming uh, and checking out this podcast, whether you are on uh, the video, watching the video uh, on uh, YouTube, or if you are listening to the podcast, I want to thank you so much. I know it is uh, a gap in between the podcast sometimes, and uh, I'm just still getting uh, acclimated with being a daddy and managing the different uh, hats that I have uh, from uh, changing diapers to helping mother uh, out when, uh, you know, so she's not worn out. And also, we just started back uh, teaching uh, at my uh, school. So uh, just trying to get all my students' uh, schedules uh, down, packed, and uh, got to get the music together for what they're going to work on and uh, audition people and also, you know, doing some session work here and uh, preparing for some stuff uh, from gigs and all of that. So it's, it's a lot of different things to uh, get caught up in, but it's exciting. It's uh, definitely an exciting time. Um, and also, I, w- I was just thinking, you know, this past weekend or this past week, we uh, definitely want to keep the people in Houston in our prayers. Um, a lot of my friends and, and family are okay who I talk to who live there. But um, and thanks also to a lot of friends that I have who are from different parts of the country. They were thinking that I was affected. uh, Our family was affected by uh, the Hurricane Harvey. But um, thankfully, our family is 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 okay. It's doing pretty good. Um, But definitely want to pray for those people who, um, you know, lost loved ones. And, um, you know, our condolences do go out to to those people and um, in the Houston area. But um, yeah, with, with that, uh, we, I mean, the other day uh, it was something because it was uh, one day it was hard for uh, a lot us to find gas. And uh, some people were, were sharing rumors like that um, a lot of the reserves are there in Houston. So uh, the trucks couldn't get in and out to bring gas here, but it was a big scare of people. A lot, a lot of people were in panic here in the DFW area because uh, a lot of gas stations didn't have gas. So, um, but we were cool. We just waited a day and got gas the next morning. So it wasn't wasn't a big deal. But it was quite interesting just noticing how impressionable uh, people are. You know, with the internet and. Um, you know, people make a big deal out of stuff and uh, get really scared. And and the thing that that's um, you know quite interesting, you know, just psychologically, you look at how easy it is to manipulate people through the media or through social media. You know, and uh, a lot of times people don't fact check; they'll just go off of what uh, a friend shares, and then it'll just spark a fire, and then it. Be- can uh, go viral but it's quite interesting you know these days and you have to be really careful 
um, of, you know, not to believe everything that you hear uh, and, and see. Um, I know we were fine. <laughs> we, we just we already had our car, um, you know, had enough gas in it. So but I, I imagine people were thinking about, you know, it's Labor Day weekend. So, you know, if they were trying to get out uh, to go out of town, you know, if you, if you can't get gas, you know, it's, your mind can go a lot of different ways. Like, dang, you know, how I'm going to get to work or how I'm going to go on this vacation, go on this vacation that I was planning on doing, you know. But thankfully, everything was all good. We, you know, we made it through it. And, um you know we're here uh so here's some some updates um for for me and what i've been um what i've been caught in and this is like so i tell you make a long story short i got caught in this cryptocurrency world and i know some of you all out there probably heard of bitcoin and uh um it's what you call uh, a digital currency so it's a way that people are able to um, buy and sell over the Internet or through their phone and make these transactions without having uh, to be uh, have it go through a bank. Now, mind you, you do have to fund it uh, through something like uh, Coinbase, which is a company who uh, allows for you to uh, buy and uh, buy a Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin. So I actually got into this through a cousin of mine, a cousin uh, who's a programmer. You know, he told me about it a few weeks ago, almost a month ago now, or maybe over a month. But he told me about it. And when I took a look at uh, Bitcoin, I, I got this app, the Coinbase app, and I looked in there and Bitcoin at the time was like $2,400. And now, look here. I have I have the app right here on my phone. It tells me so. Yeah, it's forty five seventy nine. That's how much Bitcoin is worth at this particular time. And then uh, Ethereum is another type of digital currency. It's uh, three forty seven. And then Litecoin is is like seventy seven dollars. So at the time when I looked at it, um, you know. Uh, the Bitcoin was like twenty four hundred dollars, and then the uh, Ethereum was like two two eighty or something like that, and then Litecoin at the time was like thirty seven. And so, um, you know, Bitcoin and then Litecoin has doubled. So, what does that mean? So, I I I started researching, and I got on YouTube looking this stuff up, um, learning about how they find the currency the, uh, for mining, and also looking at uh, all of the other, what they call altcoins, um, come about, how they come about, because people can create their own cor- currency uh, off of a Bitcoin or uh, a spin off of uh, uh, Ethereum. So, And I even found out how to create your own currency. And so I'm looking into all of that, and, and you know, uh, it's been pretty fascinating. It's like over... 800 something more currencies and and these companies are are sometimes they're not even companies just individuals or people just who who find out how to create a currency and then they'll put it in the market and really try to promote it and everything to get a lot of people to buy into it and um 
that's how you'll get those coins that'll go up real high and then they might take a nose dive and you really don't hear from them anymore so it's quite interesting because you can really if you um you know play your play your cards right you can really make a lot of money um in a day in a in a few hours you know or or a few couple of minutes just from um you know trading uh on this trading coins you know and so i've been listening to different youtube youtube channels and um people giving information on there and learning about uh, the different platforms that you can uh, trade on from GDAX, which is one that Coinbase, uh, same company, uh, owns and manages. So that's the exchange. So you can go on there and, and really exchange, uh, trade uh, Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum through GDAX. And they have others like Kraken and they have uh, Bitrix. And so um, I just got into all of this stuff and, and uh, start playing around with it. And, and I've been hooked. I've been hooked on it. <laughs> I got hooked on it. So it's pretty fascinating. And uh, so that's what I've been doing here lately. And uh, but I know I need to uh, continue to create videos and so um, and podcasts, too. So I wanted to create this one and just kind of talk about what I've been learning. Um, and let me talk about the opportunity that this poses, because I know, you know, you have those type of people that will sit back and watch and, um, you know, they'll be on the sideline just watching what's going on and, and talking about it and skeptical and stuff like that. Um, and then you have those type of people who would just jump in there trying to learn like me, <laughs> trying to learn what's going on to make sure I'm a part or on the right side of stuff instead of uh, just watching it pass me by. And and you can really think about it. It's, it's really a shift in technology. And um, uh, so, so if you think about even our lives today and this medium that uh, I'm sharing through, you know, YouTube or a podcast, you know, all of this stuff came about in the early 2000s and even when these things came about then it was like you know a lot of people wasn't using this or a lot of people didn't quite know how to use it or even what to think about it but over time it became um, something that everybody or a great number of people were doing from the blogs on YouTube and even doing podcasts and stuff like that and um you know, if you are a leader in uh, a particular field or, or artist or, or something like that, you have an audience, you know, uh, you, you, you learn that you can use these outlets like a YouTube and, and a Facebook or, um, you know, Instagram, Snapchat or Twitter and uh, share stuff with people, or, you know, and get a blog you know, and share stuff through your blog and have an email list and even share stuff with people who are on your email list. You know, this is something that was, um, uh, I guess, new. And, and I even, I, I think about, I think about a lot of musicians who I, that I know who are accomplished musicians, 
uh, that don't do this stuff, you know. I mean, occasionally they might put some videos out on YouTube and, you know, they'll post some stuff on Facebook. You know, and it's, it's um, pretty convenient because when you have your phone and you got the Facebook app or Twitter app or Instagram app, you can just record something and share it right there with the, the audience uh, who are following you uh, on those particular platforms, you know. But a lot of musicians or a lot of artists or, or people really don't think about how, uh, well, they don't create a strategy or they don't uh, use it in its full potential to really um, serve their audience and even uh, be able to monetize uh, things, you know, to earn income from w what they have to offer, not just the services um, from the standpoint of uh, playing an instrument. Of course, I'm talking uh, from a musician standpoint, but this can go, uh, this really can, you know, can can be anybody, somebody who's a karate teacher or somebody who's a, a good basketball coach or, or somebody who is a, uh, a speaker, you know, um, you know, you can use these platforms really to um, uh, speak to your audience and connect with that audience and, or have that those people out there connect with you so you can grow your audience and um, put them on your uh, get them to get on your email list so that you can communicate with them. And it's been it's been um, something that I saw um, opportunity that I saw uh, when I start putting videos up on YouTube and um, with at the time, MySpace was like the the thing, you know, and <laughs> uh, before uh, Facebook kind of got all the attention and, um, you know, numerous other platforms have, have opened up since then. But the principle of it is, you know, if you are a uh, leader or an influencer, um, you use these platforms to give your audience something to chew on or how they can stay engaged uh, with what you're doing. And so, um, you know, I, I studied some uh, other, uh, what do you call, it, info marketers or information marketers. I followed a lot of, uh, well, a lot of people who were doing Internet marketing. And I was seeing how they were putting these videos up on YouTube and getting people to watch them and then click on the link that'll take them to a landing page. What we call a landing page is a page that'll have, you know, a video on it, title, and then a place where you put your name and email. And then from there, once you get on that email list, then they can send direct messages to you, uh, giving you tips or insights based on whatever that topic is that you're interested in. <laughs> Um, and then over time, you know, once you get, uh, you know, get to know that person, like them, and then you trust them, then you become what they call a part of that person's warm market. And so I learned all of this stuff just from watching the trend go by and I jumped in and took it, took advantage of it. And so, uh, since I've done that, you know, I've been able to start my membership site, um, back in 2009, Jazz Webshed, which is now uh, Texas Tenor Music Academy. 
Um, and I was able to uh, connect with different musicians from not only the country, but around the world. And uh, I did the webinars and, and podcasts and, and all of that kind of stuff because I was fascinated with the technology. And so that um, allowed for me to earn uh, some income from that, you know, and get more students to, to broaden my audience and connect with more people just because I use these tools and um, even, you know, get a gigs and stuff like that, you know. And so. I thought it was great. I, th I thought it was fascinating. And the thing about it, it's like once those ideas or actually those opportunities present themselves, more ideas spring off of those. It's like you have exponential growth um, when you put up the YouTube channel and you start putting videos up. You know, you you discover or you try different things and you never know. Uh, from what you try, what's going to stick or what's going to really take off. And it kind of goes into that um, that whole thing with the 80-20 rule where it's like, you know, uh, out of the 80% of the stuff that you do, only 20% of it is going to bring back a return or, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm more than just a saxophone player and I don't even play saxophone that much. <laughs> Because I'm doing all of this other stuff, you know. But, you know, people uh, know me as a saxophone player and a lot of times will want me to play gigs, you know, or teach their, uh, you know, their their child or teach them how to play saxophone, you know. But it's just one of those things, you know. It's like what sticks in people's minds, you know. But I do a lot more teaching and really my uh I guess my gift really is uh, is teaching, you know, um, you know, because when you think about it, even on the saxophone, you have to uh, you have to teach yourself or you have a process by which you um, uh, do things or a system by way by uh, which you follow in order to uh, get to a certain level, you know, personally. And I've always been one to want to show people the process and the steps that it takes in order to get to that next level, um, you know, by the way, by way of music. But one of the things that I've uh, learned as I've gotten older, uh, it's just, it's not just that area of how to grow in um, your musicianship but it's also how to grow in finances, you know, and, and even in business because I had to do these things. You know, I had to do these things. It just came with the territory. You know, when whenever you are an influencer, you have to think about um, getting organized. You, you start by offering a service or, you know, you have a service that you offer. And then you got to deal with scheduling. You got to deal with organizing what you're going to teach and how you're going to deliver it. You know, you have to organize what you do. So that's the manager position. And then uh, you also are visionary. You are the CEO. You're the one who sees the direction that you want to go in. And, um, uh, you know, you, you have to work all of those things into your business. And so it's like by default, as an influencer or a leader, 
you you have to be a manager. You have to be a technician first because you got to do the work that you specialize in, but you got to manage the work that you do. Then you have to uh, give the direction of where you want to go um, with what you're doing. And so those are three different hats. And so um, you, you, you have to figure out how to put in systems to where you don't have to do uh, the work that doesn't bring you the most value for your time. And uh, it's like you evolve into uh, who you need to be because of the, the, the demand of, of you. You know, it's like the more uh, I, um, you know, get an, get more people who are exposed to what I have to offer, then the more I have to put uh, uh, modules or, or, or procedures in place so that um, I can keep keep the rotation happening. You know what I'm saying? So if somebody comes to me who wants to buy uh, some some. Uh, some music for me. You know, I had to get a website. If people uh, want to buy sheet music, you know, I'm working on uh, putting my sheet music back up, you know. Uh, so it's it's like really I learned from the requests that I get from uh, the people who, who discover me through the internet or by word of mouth, you know, offline or whatever. And, uh, you know, that's why I created a lot of the things that I've created, you know, from the YouTube channel to my website to having, uh, you know, doing Skype lessons and also, um, you know, providing gig services and um, having a membership site. You know, you get organized because even when you have people that ask you the same questions over and over, it'd be best for you to create something, a course or something that, you can just refer them to that'll that uh, will take them from A to Z um, because you get that question all the time. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just one of those things that comes with the territory and when you're when you're an influencer and when you're a leader. And sometimes, you know, of course, being human, you want to be lazy. You want to just do your own thing. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, if you have some goals that you want to accomplish financially, uh, you have to organize yourself and uh, you have to take advantage of uh, the internet and the technology that we have. So um, yeah, that's what I'm, that's, that's (laughs) what I'm gathering, you know, from this experience. And it really excites me, the technology that you have, and I can even share some ideas, um, with you like with this whole digital currency thing because some some people a lot of people actually don't really understand it so i'll give you an example so um if you have bitcoin or you exchange your money um usd if you're in the united states for um some some bitcoin pretty soon you're going to be able to buy on a website like Shopify or Shopify is going to have their customers to be able to include this on their website. Right now, it's it's new. So, uh, you know, a lot of websites don't don't have this technology in it. And even think about Amazon adopting it, you know. And at that point, when you start seeing these other options to pay, it's kind of like PayPal. You remember before 
um, PayPal. It was really hard to pay through the Internet. People didn't trust it, you know, but now it's quite comfortable. It's a comfortable thing, you know, when you see PayPal, it's it's a trusted uh, route to go through. But I remember when I was uh, uh, doing my website, Jazz Webshed, and I was putting the PayPal button up there. A lot of people just wanted to send me a check <laughs> or or do it through their bank. You know, they didn't want to go through PayPal because they didn't trust it. You know, they wanted another route to go through. And so, but now it's adopted, you know, from people using eBay a lot. You know, they needed a payment processing, um, you know, thing to go through. And so it's it's like, a regular deal now. I mean, even think about doing business on 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 the internet and sales. I remember when it was a Christmas. I forget the year, but they were talking about sales were so high. It was like the highest it's ever been in history because more people were buying all of their uh, Christmas gifts and stuff on the internet. And now look at where we are now with Amazon, and uh, you know we buying our food, our groceries, not a not just our, uh, you know, electronics or, or, you know, things for the house. We're buying groceries now. And now, you know, who would ever think that uh, we can just hit a hit, hit something in our phone and somebody show up at our house to pick us up in like five minutes? You know what I'm saying? These are all ideas that were employed and a business was created out of it. So all I'm saying, I'm saying all of that to say is, man, it's, it's, it's a lot of potential. It's a lot of um, opportunity uh, out there if you um, just use some of the, the technology and have a strategy of how you're going to um, go about hitting your target and your goal. And so... That's what I wanted to share today. Um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, and one, one of the things I want to say, um, I need you all to send me your questions or send me comments, feedback, uh, shoot me an email and uh, let me know what you think. Uh, I want to have a conversation going. I always like to uh, reply to the comments that I get on YouTube or if you Hit me up on Facebook or or, or uh, on uh, Instagram, and uh, you can definitely connect with me uh, on those channels. The the way that you can uh, connect with me on um, uh, Facebook is uh, Texas Tenor Music. Uh, you can go to uh, Texas Tenor Music, and on uh, Instagram it's uh, Quaman underscore Fowler. Okay. And on Twitter, it's uh, Texas Tenor, T-E-X-A-S-1-0-E-R. YouTube, um, if you want to check out the, um, you know, my videos where I'm performing and stuff like that, that's uh, Texas Tenor, you know, YouTube. But the channel for uh, where I share a lot of insights and in addition to uh, lessons and stuff like that. That's the Texas Tenor Music Edge, uh, Texas Tenor Music Academy page, which is still the old Jazz Webshed um, address because I can't change it on on YouTube. So you can go there and check it out, and you know, like and subscribe, share, comment, like I said, and um, I love to hear your feedback and uh, get with you.
Um, and once again, you know, go to my website, kwamonfowler.com, get on the email list and uh, to keep in touch with me. And if, of course, if you want to check out some of uh, the teaching stuff that I have, you can definitely go to Texas Tenor Music Academy. I know I got a lot of stuff going on, but I'm fascinated with with this stuff, technology. And and this is what I forgot to I put up the radio, so if you want to check out the music of myself and some of my friends' music that I played on and, and some of their music, you can go um, to radio, kwamonfowler.com uh, forward slash radio. So you click music, and then under there, you can check out the radio. So um, you can check that out, too. All right. So that's about it, and I appreciate you for taking the time to check this out. And uh, I'll be back with you real soon. Okay. Peace. Peace.